What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Today, President Trump sends a scathing letter to the World Health Organization. And also, Nancy Pelosi calls President Trump fat. We've got a lot coming up today, and it starts right now. Welcome to the News and Why It Matters. I'm Sarah Gonzalez, today joined by Stu Bergier of Stu Does America, who, unfortunately for me, has a very nice haircut going on. Which Thank means you. he already got his mm-hmm. haircut, and I can't cut it with the I did. Lobby. And plus, I'm proud to be only regular obese, not morbidly. So, <laughs> okay, all <yeah>. right. <laughs> well, it's good that you make the distinction, because that will come up later on when we discuss very important. that topic. <laughs> uh, we are also joined by new mom, Amy Robbins, CEO of Alexo Athletica. Thanks for being Hi. here. Thank you for giving me a reason to get out of my house <laughs> and do my hair and my makeup. When, and it's been a while. You so absolutely amazing. I appreciate that. Got a lot that. to Thank live you. up to in September. <laughs> And also joined by Blaze TV contributor Eric July back in the studio. Yep, you know what? Who uh, is not a new mom. No, no. I don't think that's possible. <laughs> but you look amazing, too. Yeah, you do. <laughs> Thank you. you. Thank also looks amazing. Uh, all right. Got a lot to get into. So President Trump sent a letter to the World Health Organization late last night informing them that if there is not a, quote, major change or major changes made in the next 30 days, that the U.S. may permanently suspend funding to the organization and may withdraw its membership. Now, this, of course, comes after he temporarily halted funding to the World Health Organization, uh, you know, after there have been reports that the World Health Organization has kind of been carrying water for China. I guess I shouldn't say kind of. <laughs> they just have been Clearly carrying water for China. Uh, there's been some some corruption going on at very high levels in yeah. the World Health Organization in between them and China, keeping Taiwan out. Lots of unsavory things going on right now with the World Health Organization. Um, what, what do you think about President Trump? sending this letter, letting them know, I guess putting them on notice. Yeah. And, and do you think he'll follow through with that? Well, look, you know, unlike pretty much every other international organization, the idea, at least, of an organization of doctors and scientists working together to try to stop pandemics is, like, a, a useful idea, yeah. right? Like, it's not, you know... Good in theory. The smallpox thing yeah. went really well. Uh, right. It's pretty much gone now, and that's good. Um, there's some things that can be done there. However... Just because it's an international organization of scientists and doctors does not mean it's helpful if the organization sucks in every way. Uh, and that's what's going on here. And this is our power, right? Like, we can sit here and criticize and we can yell at them and we can complain all we want. The only real lever we have to pull with the World Health Organization is the fact that we pay for so much of it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if you want this to be cleaned up and, and never have something like this happen again, this is our only you know, this is our only button we can press, really. Yeah. Amy? Well, there's no surprise that they don't have America's best interests at heart. I mean, I think for so long we've turned a blind eye to what they're doing, and we haven't really had anyone in the position of leadership that's actually going to come confront what's going on here. So we finally have that. I think if anyone is going to stick true to their word, it's going to be Trump. Yeah. And I hope he does, because this is... A, I didn't know all this, but I didn't know how corrupt it all was. I had an idea, but, you know, I think he's bringing a lot to light, and I think he's going to put his foot down, or at least I hope he does. Yeah, Eric. 
I mean, I don't understand what we're discussing here as far as the th- like this semi threat where he's like, all right, well, I might just pull it. Like, what are we sitting there having this conversation for as far as, well, if you don't if you don't change like I, again, you know where I'm at libertarian at the table. They shouldn't be getting a dime anyway. I don't understand why we play so much much emphasis on the state or rather the government, be it in this case, the federal government having to fund these sort of international organizations. I don't understand why that cannot be funded in other ways, um, aside from whatever federal money that they're that they're spending. I don't understand why people can't reach in their own pockets and pay for something like that, because like you said, that seems like a noble cause. Right. A bunch of doctors from different areas. I don't think people would mind maybe paying five bucks if they checking out at the grocery store to pay for that or something like that. I'm just using that as an example, you know what I'm saying? But it's it's not their money to be giving to these organizations, and it's not just the WHO. We know there's plenty of organizations and um, and such that are being funded that should not be funded. Mm-hmm. Period. And to me, that's the conversation. I don't I don't like the idea, and I don't think it goes far enough to sit up here and say if you don't do, wag your finger at them, like if you don't do this, then we're gonna withdraw the money. It should have been like, yeah, right. SARS, right. Maybe they, they, so. So what you're saying is they're they're they shouldn't be treated well, like toddlers and just like adults and don't give them. You don't need to give them the verbal warning. Right. No. Yeah. It's, it's just like I, I don't understand the point of these organizations aside from maybe they they breed this sort of corruption and maybe it's by design. Mm-hmm. Now that's maybe tenfold ahead of me, but I don't understand why they exist in the capacity that they exist. That they have to be funded by way of like the federal government. I don't see uh, if the cause is as noble as as we may think that it is. I can absolutely understand the benefit of having that collective uh, group of, of doctors and so forth putting their mind together. But why does that have to be funded by the federal government? Yeah, um, certainly, Amy, goes along with Trump's campaign promises. Right. Of, I mean, he talked about the U.N. Mm-hmm. being a waste of money. Uh, you know, being America first. And certainly that should appeal to his to his base. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, you also see I just feel like there's a very stark divide right now that you've got his base who says, yes, do this. But you've also got the left who it feels like even when we see, you know, there's a very clear report out that says that the who just like did whatever President G wanted them to do. They slipped it under the rug. They let it go for what uh, half a month at least. I mean, there are there were lives that arguably could have been saved had we known about this sooner and the who hadn't have covered this up for China. And still, you see people on the left who are criticizing President Trump for not going along with this same organization. Seems like it's going to be hard to get through to them. Well, they're the same people that want us to go along with everything in the world. I mean, they the more that they can get our taxpayer dollars to to fund everything, they're going to jump on board with that. Like there is you're never going to see anyone on the left cut anything. Mm-hmm. They're not cutting taxes for anything. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you pull it back, you're an insensitive person. You, right. And they're always going to throw that label on you. And they're never going to look at the facts of where's the money actually going? What is it actually doing? Is it helping anybody? I, we, none of us are surprised that, that these labels are being thrown around and people are saying this when we when there's any talks of cutting anything. Mm-hmm. Stu, what do you think? Look, if this were a situation where China and the World Health Organization did something really bad at the beginning of this and we had this outbreak and it was going on, you could still make an argument. OK, let's let's we'll figure that out later. 
Let's let's hold let's, any funding threats until after this thing is gone. I understand that. But this is still going on. China is still not telling us the truth about what happened. We still don't know how many victims they actually had. We still don't know how many tests they actually had. We still don't have detailed information about the tests that they did actually conduct in the country, which would be helpful for doctors to figure out what's going on with this. It's really frustrating. We have a we have a you know an organization that won't even recognize Taiwan. Uh, you know, they won't even say what they are, yeah. right, let alone actually give us the information that we probably need to get this thing solved. So, I mean, at this point, we are in an, an urgent situation where, uh, uh, you know, taking the money away completely, threatening it. I mean, I'm with you. I would love it to be private at some point. But, like, we are in a pandemic. I would love for the cooperation to be nice for as long as we could as we can have it. But clearly it's not occurring. This is a this is an organization that is just, you know, doing the bidding of, of China and it's not helping anybody. Yeah. Um, speaking of uh, ways that President Trump is handling this in uh, in relation to China, uh, in a historic turning point, the Trump administration has uh, decided to bring America's pharmaceutical manufacturing back to the U.S. from China and India. Uh, they have signed a $354 million contract that would create the nation's first strategic stockpile of key ingredients needed to make medicines. Now, this was signed with a uh, generic drug maker based in Virginia. Eric, what are what are your what are your libertarian? I mean, on that? when it comes to this and trade as other things, I think a lot of people get it confused. We try to treat the symptom quite often, and that is, we see that people are outsourcing, whether it be medicine, whether it be other goods, and so forth. But we don't seem to want to talk about and discuss why that is the case, mm-hmm. and that is simple and plain: is that it's cheaper to get it right there. Right. So why is it cheaper is yeah. the discussion. It's not just I understand that there's an argument to be made about the type of labor that happens out, uh, out in China. But we don't talk about the mountains of, let's say, regulations. We don't talk about the FDA. We don't talk about patent law, which literally makes it illegal in some cases for people to come up with alternatives to drugs and sell it for cheaper. Yeah. You know what I mean? So there's a lot of crookedness that goes on in American, uh, you know, when it comes to what big pharma or whatever. Uh, that it is. And it doesn't seem like that's the focus. It's always, well, we're sending, be it jobs or we're sending, or we're buying resources from them. And we don't talk about, okay, why is, because you think about all of that, those goods that have to be transported and how much that has to cost Mm -hmm. to even get it over there. So of course, if it was more localized, um, people would have more incentive to do that. So I mean, how many, how much regulations, be be it in form of a tax or anything, how much is there that has people making it basically cheaper to seek it otherwise in in another country or something like that. To me, that's where the fight is. And I don't think we're actually uh, finding the remedy or anything. or We're not actually seeking a solution. We're more so just seeing the symptoms and we're trying to treat that and and not really addressing the core issue here. Yeah. Amy, I know you're a business owner and you deal with China a lot. You you look (laughs) like you you. can agree. I'm like, thank you. Everything that you're saying right now is what I want to say about this because it's so spot on. I mean, whether it's pharmaceutical drugs, whether it's... It's, it, we're in clothing manufacturing, so we still have regulations and things that are very cost prohibitive from actually helping us be competitive in the marketplace by manufacturing in America. Yep. As much as I would love to see that happen, we have to see so many things deregulated for it to ever occur. So in theory, it sounds great. I love saying we're bringing back all this manufacturing of pharmaceutical drugs back to America, but until we address that, 
so (laughs) (laughs) great like it sounds good in theory and for for people that don't really understand the economics of how manufacturing works it doesn't really do anything to bring our manufacturing back to america and if it's shutting down small businesses if it's shutting like it's great a pharmaceutical company is getting this contract to make it well Okay, like who's really getting that money? Who's going to be overseeing this process for making sure that the money goes exactly where it needs to go to make the products that we need to make? We just saw it with this whole SBA loan thing, with the PPP programs. It's great in theory to to bring things back to America, to give people money, mm-hmm. but who's actually getting that money? Where is it actually going? Yeah. So. I mean, people like the idea of the manufacturing in America, but as you point out, it's like they also like when they go and they close and they don't cost three times as much. <laughs> yeah. um, right. It's a nice thing. Um, you know, and I think like there is a, when it comes to government, there's like, I want the government to do like four things. Uh, like, and the, the, uh, uh, Pandemic response is one of them, <laughs> right, by the way. Right. And of course, it's the one thing they were not ready for. Um, you know, I think that, that that's one of those things that um, it comes almost under national defense, right? Like they should be prepared. And I think like when you talk about medications and, you know, PPE and, and those types of things, it's embarrassing that the United States of America is scrambling. Like, why are nurses going to Etsy to get their freaking masks? This is the United States. Um, so I think that there is a there's a there's a, a role for government. I always think that the, the only time you ever want to go to government for something is if you are comfortable with it, with the process being entirely inefficient. Right. Like you don't mind it being expensive. Like there's no there's no sense of sense in a grand you know uh, business sense, at least mm-hmm. to store. 10 billion masks in a warehouse somewhere. Like, that's a dumb idea, right? However, if you want to be prepared for this, you better have a bunch of masks. And I think, like, if you're willing to say, okay, you know, I want to make sure, I don't care if the manufacturing necessarily goes uh, through the United States, but a stockpile to me of, of important medications is is intelligent, I think, mm-hmm. for just defense. Because we are in one of those situations where if, let's say, hydroxychloroquine was this, you know, solution to this problem, if it's all being, you know, pr- produced in China, we're currently in a big fight with China. We're all talking about pulling funding from them and all this. Who's to say that they're like, well, screw you guys, you're not going to get this. Yeah. We're in a really tough situation, so... I think stockpiling as much as that as we can in advance makes sense. And being prepared for the next one of these has to be part of the outcome of this. It's ridiculous how much we had to scramble. And only capitalism could have done what we've done here. I mean, without capitalism, we would have been screwed. But, uh, you know, we shouldn't be playing catch-up like that. There's no reason for it. I feel like we need to say that a little louder for the socialists in the back. (laughs) Right, we've got a lot more coming up, uh, including Nancy Pelosi letting us all know that body shaming is no longer a thing and you are free to comment on people's weight, which is really exciting, honestly, for me. Uh, Not for me. I mean, geez, of course it is for you. (laughs) We've got a lot uh, coming up. First, we want to thank our sponsor, iTarget Pro. So, uh... I don't know if you are maybe you're living in one of the states that you're still on lockdown and uh, if you were thinking you were going to go to the range anytime soon to practice. <laughs> yeah, good luck to you. Uh, they're not going to let you do that. And a lot of these leftist states are closing gun stores and uh, treating the Second Amendment as non-essential now. You don't think that you have a place to safely practice with your firearm. I know Amy's listening because she is a big Second Amendment advocate. Have you heard of iTarget Pro? I have. Okay, all right. <laughs> so I, iTarget Pro is where you need to go if you, especially if you live in one of those leftist states that you're not allowed to go anywhere, you're on lockdown, they're trying to take away your Second Amendment rights, uh, use this pandemic as a reason to do so. you got to use iTarget Pro. They've got a proprietary app that you download on your phone. Uh, you get a laser bullet that is specific to your caliber gun, and iTarget Pro will allow you to safely practice 
with your actual firearm in the convenience, privacy, and safety of your own home, and you're not shooting holes in, in your couches. <laughs> so that's the added bonus. You will not shoot holes in the walls, in your couches. And uh, trigger control, is it's huge. And it depends on what kind of gun you have. Amy, again, I'm going I'm to bounce this off of you. Like, it depends on what kind of gun you have. You really have to learn the trigger pull, if it's long, if it's short. Yep. You really got to know that in order to really, really safely understand your firearm. You can stay sharp with almost any firearm with iTarget Pro. You got to go to itargetpro.com right now. Get 10% off plus free shipping with offer code NEWS. That is itargetpro.com. You will get 10% off right now with free shipping with offer code NEWS. Back in just a minute. I think President Trump made uh, the left's head explode collectively when he revealed yesterday that he has been taking hydroxychloroquine, which, of course, uh, is an anti-malaria drug that has been experimented with, I should say. It's been used by certain doctors to treat uh, COVID-19. It's kind of had mixed reviews, mixed results. Some doctors have used it and said it works beautifully. Other uh, results from studies have said um, that they don't find any evidence that to show that it helps. Regardless, President Trump has his own doctor who has had to prescribe this to him. He cannot actually get it, uh, or I don't believe he's gotten it on the black market anyway and has admitted to it on live national television. Here's what President Trump had to say. You'd be surprised at how many people are taking it, especially the frontline workers, before you catch it. The frontline workers, many, many are taking it. I happen to be taking it. I happen to be taking it. Hydroxychloroquine. I'm taking it. Hydroxychloroquine. When right now, that? yeah. <laughs> a couple of weeks ago, I started taking it. Because I think it's good. I've heard a lot of good stories. And if it's not good, I'll tell you right. I'm not going to get hurt by it. It's been around for 40 years for malaria, for lupus, for other things. I take it. Frontline workers take it. A lot of doctors take it. Excuse me. A lot of doctors take it. I take it. Did the White House doctor recommend that you take that? Is that why you're taking it? Yeah, White House doctor. I didn't recommend. No, I asked him, what do you think? He said, well, if you'd like it. I said, yeah, I'd like it. So I'm taking the two, the zinc and the hydroxy. And all I can tell you is so far I seem to be okay. Now, I want to get to Nancy Pelosi, Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi's uh, reaction to this. But I first I want to get your thoughts at the table on, I mean, my personal opinion is that sometimes if President Trump, if he is in fact saying, I think he is saying exactly what happened, it sounds like it. But like maybe less information is better yeah. personally, probably. Yeah. Maybe um, like the leader of the free world, like going out there, he can take it. Right. By all means, right, take right. it if you want to take it. But like, you know, you people are to looking to you. Yeah, like right. people are looking to you for answers. And we realize like nobody really has a whole lot of answers right now. So maybe it's like, not. But just don't give them the ammunition to exactly. come at you. Yeah, right? you know. Uh, I mean, he obviously wants to create hope with this. I mean, it's yeah. weird though. Like I, I go to restaurants and I ask for a certain kind of sandwich. I've never gone to a doctor and asked for a specific type of medication. Does that, is that something that happens? Like I would like to have this type of medication. Usually they tell me which one they think is going to help with whatever I'm doing. I can I'm understand with. though if you're like, I've heard a lot about this yeah. one. And Is I think it a people are doing that. Right. But what I, I, you know, look, I, I, I hope this comes through as something. I mean, I think it probably maybe does something for some people. Um, you know, I'm at the 
point now, though, with this is it's been so highly publicized. We've had so many studies. If it really was this miracle, mm-hmm. we probably would know it by now. I mean, Remdesivir, he spoke about in the exact same press conference at the beginning, and we've already had a study that has come back with promising results from Remdesivir that they've talked about uh, a few times in the, in the press conferences. And that seems to, you know, uh, cut the, 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 the worst symptoms back a little bit. I mean, there's people who believe this, this can work. There's been some, some promise. I mean, there's an ABC News executive who believes he was cured by it. I mean, it, it, there's a bunch of things out there. But I feel like at this point, don't, I mean, I just feel like we've heard so much about it. It would be hard. If this was a runaway huge success at this point, I think we would all be very well aware of so, it. So, okay, so I want to play devil's advocate for a minute. And, and then, Eric, I want to get your thoughts. So my only uh, worry in agreeing with you there is that, I've seen these particular states, these leftist states, well, with leftist governors, who have come out and just flat out banned the use of the drug to treat this. And when I see stuff like that, I'm like, okay, well, would we even know if if it gave us such promising results? Because it's very clear that the people who control the narrative don't want it to work just right off the bat. It's possible. I mean, look, anything's possible. I think, though, you know, this it would be a tough it would be a tough one to control. Right. I mean, we're talking about the biggest issue yeah. that ev- literally everyone in the world is dealing with. And, and there's been a bunch of studies, not just here, but all around the world. I mean, North Dakota is not, uh, you know, a big, you know, hardcore uh, left wing state. Mm-hmm. And uh, there or is it South Dakota is that doing the full statewide study South right Dakota. now. South Dakota. Sorry. Um, and, you know, like so it, we, we'll eventually know. I think, you know, it does seem to be that the results have been mixed. The one doctor in France who had a really promising um, outcome of that, a lot of that has been really questioned, you know, in, in significant ways. I don't think that it's going to be the end all be all. But that being said, maybe it helps a certain person in a certain situation. And if we can knock back even by 10 percent, the worst consequences from just a s- small subset of people, it's worth exploring for sure. I think this idea, you know, there's there's these people who hope that it's either going to be this massive cure, we should all start taking it, which I don't think makes any sense right. really at this point, unless you're in a really, you know, high level frontline position. I mean, the, and you can make the argument, certainly the president is in the vulnerable age and he's never wearing masks. You know, he doesn't seem to care about any of that. Um, so, I mean, I, I'm sure his doctor thinks there's no real downside. Right. And why not give it a shot if he wants it? Um, I don't know that it's, you know, I, I just, I'm not the type of person, and, you know, maybe a lot of people are, but, like, the president says he's taking a medication. I don't go to the doctor and ask for that medication. Like, who who, who deals with their health like that? I, I think he, it's just like when they were saying, like, oh, people are going to start injecting themselves with detergent. It's like, no one does this. Right. No one, these people aren't people. They don't exist. <laughs> Eric. Yeah, I mean, it was interesting to see more so the reaction, I guess, from all of this, to see how people... Uh, it does. Was seem, it interesting to you to see how many people actually overnight became doctors? Well, it's more so uh, you see when they don't want Trump to be right. Yeah. And I think that's a real thing. Yeah. That's a real thing among um, politicians, you know, government officials and so forth. They don't want him to be right. So and we're seeing that right now, even with with lockdowns, Um, you have people that don't want the people that are, let's say, the states that are reopening to be right. So they do the opposite, even though they should not probably be doing opposite because the data says otherwise. Look, this is a drug that has been obviously experimented upon. We you right. We're getting mixed results. Some doctors have said they've been prescribing it to their um, patients and it's been working and it seems like they're recovering. It seems like the difficult thing is the point out if it was the drug that did it definitely when you consider how high of a recovery rate that this this um this sickness does have so we don't really know 
I don't know. I don't, I'm not one of those that has a strong like, <laughs> like comment on whether or not he should be saying it mm-hmm. because I don't take anything that he necessarily he says to heart like that. Um, I'm not going to be like, well, he's taking it. Therefore, it's OK. He's not Jesus. He's just the president right. of the United, United States. And the fact that they're it, or like you said, they probably don't exist. Those types <laughs> of people don't exist. But if they do exist, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Do what you will. You know what I mean? Do, do what you will. Darwinism. Darwin. You know. <laughs> I mean, it has a, nature has a way of taking care yeah. of itself. Well, you know, we did hear that uh, those the couple drank the fish tank cleaner because of Trump. And then it turned out now she's like being investigated People do stupid stuff. I will yeah. say that. <laughs> people do stupid stuff. They, they yeah, eat, eat top pies. Right. You know what I mean? Like people, people do stupid <laughs> stuff. What happened to just letting people do stupid stuff? Yeah, no, the, absolutely. Like, absolutely. Why, absolutely. Why do the politicians even have to have a say in our our health and in our and our medical choices mm-hmm. like why don't we just le- if you want to go take it go talk to your doctor about it if right. your do- you and your doctor want to prescribe it for you by all means go do it yeah it's not like a killer <laughs> right. dr- people take yeah. this every single day yeah. you know what i mean like there's people out there like you said for lupus and stuff like that they take this every single day so it's not one of those deals that it will like just oh if you take it you're going you're going to die it's not necessarily yeah. like that it may not help your situation it may not prevent this but you know, it's not one of those deals that. He, but you're right. Like, if you want to, if you want to have the conversation, and if your doctor, they said, trust the experts. I'd b- believe that they wouldn't prescribe it if they thought it was going to kill a man. You know what I mean? They wouldn't give it to him. It would say, like, don't, don't take it. But he's taking it, and he seems fine. So we'll see. I think too. The media spends so much time perfecting their pronunciation of hydroxychloroquine that they don't want to waste it. So anytime it gets brought up, they need to talk about it for at least three or four days in a row because they spent all this time. It's a lot of syllables mixed in there. Okay. Well, I want to give Nancy Pelosi uh, all of the uh, the time that we can give her. So let's get to her reaction after the break. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Gabby. Uh, so I, I know we're all looking to save money right now. We're looking for all of the different ways that we can save that. Um, Here's a way. When was the last time you looked at how much you're spending every month on car insurance, maybe on homeowners insurance? Well, you can get a complete breakdown and comparison from Gabby to check and see if maybe you're paying too much. Maybe you could be getting a lower rate than you're already paying for the same coverage. So Gabby gives you an apples to apples comparison of your current coverage with 40 of the top insurance providers. I didn't even know that there were 40, but apparently there are. And Gabby has all of them. All you have to do is link your current insurance account. And in two minutes, it just takes you two minutes, you will be able to see quotes for the exact same coverage you currently have. I've done it. It's super easy. Stu, you've done it as well. It's a very, very easy portal to use. And uh, Gabby saves their customers $825 per year on average. Yeah. Um, by the way, if they can't find you savings like they have for us, that well, actually, th- did this happen to you? They just let you know that they can't find you savings. Yeah, they said, yeah, you have the best rate. Yeah. And they're like, congrats. You. I was like, do you want me to say that in the commercials? They're like, yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, it makes you feel like at least you, you're you in the right spot and you can always go back in six months and try it again or whatever. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, that's kind of cool that they don't try to force you. Yeah, into they're not looking policy, to yeah. get anything out of it by forcing you to go with someone else and trying to sell you on that. They're just going to tell you their whole intent is to tell you whether or not you're spending too much and whether or not you have the lowest rate possible. Uh, it's totally free, like I said, to check your rate and there's no obligation. You can go to Gabby.com slash Y. That's W-H-Y. That is Gabby, G-A-B-I, dot com slash Y. Back in a minute.
Newly crowned Dr. Nancy Pelosi uh, responded to President Trump saying that he is now taking hydroxychloroquine, uh, being prescribed that by his own personal doctor, the White House physician. Yeah, uh, she just used that as an opportunity to talk about the things that really matter when it comes to coronavirus, like the president's weight. Watch. As you now are a father, you see how important it is to keep the world safe for the children, for the children. As far as the president is concerned, um, the... uh, uh, He's our president, and I would rather he not be taking something that has not been approved uh, by the scientists, especially in his age group and in his, shall we say, weight group, what is morbidly obese, they say. So I I, I think it's not a good idea. And she was like, so nice, Aww. though, when she said morbidly obese. Morbidly yeah. obese. I, I think shall we say is her new thing, because she. I've, I keep hearing her say that in interviews. She was showing off a mask that she had, and she was like, I'm not a fan of sharing that shall we say air. Sure, we can say it. It's a a word. (laughs) Shall we say morbidly obese? Uh, It's good to know that Nancy Pelosi is focusing on the important things like coming up with more three trillion dollar relief bills and shoving a bunch of, you know, uh, unnecessary things in it and using this opportunity to call President Trump a morbidly obese. Yes. Well, I mean, first of all, the the medication is approved by scientists. It's just not approved. It doesn't like it's okay to take. It just doesn't. They're not saying if if it it cures COVID-19 or helps with COVID-19. Which which can we just say is a common thing that doctors Mm -hmm. do. They commonly use medications for other reasons other than its intended uh, purpose that it originally came out for. I, yeah, some, like some of the biggest selling uh, medications in America are, right. are results of them trying it for something that it didn't, didn't actually right. yeah, exist. Yeah, there's the one that I can Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a small and it's blue. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's funny because that is a very common thing that they do because why, if we have something where we have the drug profile already down and we know it's not um, going to hurt people, right. Why not give things a whirl and see what happens, especially in a situation like this when, when, when time is of the essence? Um, you know, I, I think like strategically, I, you know, watching it because I had heard it earlier, the morbidly obese thing and watching her. And she is the worst communicator of any public figure I've literally ever seen in my entire life. I cannot believe they keep putting her in front of the camera. It's incredible. Um, but she almost seems to say it as if it's not an insult. Like she's just throwing she's, it out there, well, like concerned. scientifically. Like <laughs> she's, she's concerned like, about she is, the president. Dr. Nancy is 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 actually concerned. Um, and, and but I mean, I think the real mistake here is you have just given a free pass to Donald Trump to say anything about anybody because he can always go back and be like, well, they're calling me morbidly obese on the air. I mean, I'm not allowed to say that, you know, this person, you know, what is he going to say about Joe Biden oh because of that God, comment? Oh, my God. I don't even think about that. Yeah. Which, I, which I, for one, I appreciate you, Nancy Pelosi, yeah. for giving Donald Trump that hall pass because I am here for it, oh, yeah. Amy. Well, I mean, you think about this is the group who is always shocked and mortified when (laughs) Trump says anything negative about anybody. So, yeah, she just opened up the floodgates to allow in whatever he wants to say. And we all know that Donald Trump is like the master at coming back. Like, you don't you don't try to do this to yeah, Donald Trump. Yeah, you don't. You don't poke the you bear. You don't poke the bear. Yeah. You know. You. I, so I, I'm going to be interested to see <laughs> what he comes back with on this. Yeah. And he doesn't help the situation at all. Too like he will gladly flaunt it. I mean, his what his favorite meal is McDonald's yeah. and yeah. Taco Bell, and he just doesn't care. <laughs> right. So she really had it. She really like knocked at something that he just 
quite frankly, couldn't care less about. So. I mean, I almost feel like he, she just played right into his of hands. Of course, yeah. Right? Like, because part of me, I, I watched the, the clip, well, obviously we just played it, but when I originally watched the clip of President Trump just throwing out the information, yeah, I'm taking it too, whatever, um, I'm like, why are you giving them that? And then I was like, oh, Maybe you're, yeah, maybe this was an actual, like, well thought out strategy to throw that bait out there and wait and see them, you know, get the, get the worm and then reel them back in, Eric. Maybe, I, I don't know, but it, morbidly obese, that's an interesting use uh, of, of the word. But, it, I mean, I'm all, I'm, all, I'm all for it. I don't think that we should be shying away. Unfortunately, we've created this culture where we can't, like, say things like that because, yeah, we can't, yeah, we can't bring up facts. Uh, definitely, if it's detrimental to, to their health, we have this whole body positivity mm-hmm. um, thing. And that's, I mean, I don't want to say that she's being necessarily dishonest in the fact of who it maybe impacts, considering that of his age group and, you know, if he is a bigger, a heavier set guy, and it does seem like that's part of it in terms of people that respond badly but everybody is right that you're giving that man a hall pass you're giving everybody else one too if we start calling folks uh obese which in in, in the event that they actually are you know um obese they can't sit up here and be like well you can't say that well right no i've gotten we can you you gave us a free pass well i've gotten in a lot of trouble for pointing out not yeah that uh, but also i mean in the past for pointing out the glorification of obesity absolutely so i'm not even i'm not tr- you know that was not me trying to point fingers and say well this person's morbidly obese and this person's morbidly obese but but more so saying the culture of glorifying obesity is not good obesity is not healthy these are facts that should not be disputed and yet they always are by the left i get in a lot of trouble from them when i bring these facts up Yet Nancy Pelosi can go on television and call Donald Trump morbidly obese whenever she wants. The week after Adele, the singer Adele, gets slammed Mm -hmm. because she actually got fit and lost weight. And she gets in trouble for losing weight at the same time that Nancy Pelosi is allowed to come on television and call Donald Trump morbidly obese with no repercussions from the left. Yeah, Yeah, true. It's incredible. Because it's not just it's not just saying everything, every choice and, you know, about your your health is a great, wonderful choice, which is what we're supposed to do, except for, you know, every model gets shamed because they're too thin. And, you know, when God forbid someone uh, gets their uh, picture uh, airbrushed, it's a national controversy. Like, who cares? Like, they want to look better than they do. So what? So does everybody else. Right. Um, I, I feel like it's just a, it's, it's one of these things where they never believed fat shaming was a thing. Mm-hmm. They just now it's it's easy for them to use it. So now they're using it. And the next time some Republicans call someone fat, they're going to go to the other side of it. Just like the same thing with like how Joe Biden's Me Too accusation doesn't count because they didn't mean it last time. Mm-hmm. They didn't care about Brett Kavanaugh's accuser. They never thought anything about it. This is just all convenience for them. Um, and, you know, it's the same thing with hydroxychloroquine. I would be surprised if there are not other Congress people who are Democrats who are taking this uh, without anyone knowing about it. Because, you know, look, they all have access to it. They may actually believe they may have saw a study that they, they thought was promising. And they probably there probably is someone else doing it. But like this idea that you should go to Donald Trump for your health advice is about like <laughs> legitimately like that. Clemson won the championship and he brought in a truckload of McDonald's <laughs> into the Oval Office. Like this guy is not the picture of health. We all know it. Yeah. Uh, but these, these controversies need to exist to feed the monster, I think. Well, and Amy, just to add one more uh, example to Stu's point, um, you know, we keep being told by the left that it's none of our business 
what happens between a patient and a doctor, what they decide when it comes to the killing of a baby in right. the womb. Right. Now, all of a sudden, it's everyone's place to comment on what medication Donald Trump determines he's going to take when he has that conversation between himself and a physician. Yeah. It's, it's I mean, hard well, to work that one well, out. Well, but to your point, too, I mean, it, it's just the same thing. I think keeping people safe, that's right. not... At the end of the day, that is not what anyone's concerned about on the left. It is not about protecting and saving lives when it comes to COVID-19. If it were, we would have shut down abortion clinics a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Because if you did, then you would be saving more lives than this fake whole idea of trying to keep people safe with COVID-19 by shutting down our economy. You could save more lives in an instant by shutting down abortion clinics a lot quicker than you can by shutting down our economy to keep people safe with COVID-19. Yeah. So, you know, it, it doesn't... What they say is not truly what they mean. And we all we know that already. And so I think it's just they're highlighting that with every at every turn. They're highlighting that they don't really care about what they're saying. Yeah, it's all. Wow. I thought it was about saving one life. I guess it's not (laughs) anymore. Thanks a lot. All right. Back in a minute. Jeez. Led me to believe it. Joe Biden. Joe Biden. You know, we were just talking um, off the air about how the Democrat Party just can't help but put up these older um, people, folks who I'm trying to say this delicately, who just don't seem to have like all of their mental faculties together, uh, including Joe Biden, which you were not unaware of. Uh, Joe Biden has uh, revealed a new nickname for President Trump, and he wants everyone to know it's a real zinger. (laughs) You better hold on to your butts for this one. Watch. Why have they failed to get this money out to the folks who desperately need it to stay afloat? Is it incompetence? Corruption? Trump was out there tweeting again this morning. I call him President Tweety. (laughs) Reopen the country, end of quote. How are we supposed to do that if you're sitting on the money small businesses need in order to stay alive? Stop tweeting about it. Get the money out to Main Street now. It's there. Um, I mean, we could get into what he was trying to say and the point he was trying to make, but I'd like to talk about the fact that he said President Tweety. <laughs> I, I just, I want to talk about that, Eric. Can you, can you, can you help I, I don't, me? I don't know what that was all about. Um, but yeah, I guess he thought it was a real singer. Did you also, uh, I thought it was interesting too that he was reopen the economy, end quote. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And, and then he says that he like, and, I, and I'm the sitting like, verbatim. yeah, like I was like, yeah, what's what's the problem? Like that's what I, well, at least that's what I take from. Him. I'm like, what's the problem? Right. He's saying that like, like there's a crime there right. or something like that. It's like that's that's always been the solution here. Um, is to get people to let it reopen. You know what I mean? It's not it, it, it was never a conversation of trying to alleviate. We've talked about this on the show. I don't know how many times trying to stop every single person from dying from every single thing. And pumping money or just printing it out of thin air just to give it to people, which is never going to get in the hands of the people that generally need it. We saw this with the last bill for the most part. That's not the solution. You've 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 ruined an economy. Now let it build back up. But you have to let it build back up. This is not going to the solution is never going to be to keep keep trying to just print the money out of thin air, sell off access of unborn people um, and future generations. And I, I just cringe when I hear people say, like, reopen the economy, like it's this terrible thing. Like, oh, my God, we 
<laughs> well, how, how could we how could we do that? Like, what do you mean? How we how, how we can't do it? We can do it. Let's just yeah. do it. Yeah. Um, Amy, it is also interesting coming from uh, a Democrat who is talking about, you know, criticizing the Republicans for not bringing the money. Wasn't it the Democrats who just what was it a month ago was like, yeah, we're, we're just going to let the PPP just. Yeah, y'all can run out of money. It's fine. We'd rather play politics. Well, uh, so my husband, this, I laugh about this because my s- husband says that this has now reached the point of like elderly abuse, continuing <laughs> to put Joe Biden forward and making a mockery out of him when he is continuing to let things come out of his mouth that just are very sad. Mm-hmm. And, and I agree with him on that. Um, but. President Tweety, okay, was it, did he actually what? mean, was that like actually a compliment? Because wasn't Tweety Bird like always outsmarting the That's cat? That's a great point. I, I don't mean, think he thought so that one maybe, I don't think, I think he, he needs some new writers or something. But I mean, he, he actually kind of complimented the, the president there. Uh, but wow. you know, I mean, really, at the end of the day, like, is he even leading his party? Because aren't the Democrat uh, governors that? of the states, like, aren't they the ones that are not wanting to reopen the economy? So here you yeah. have their presidential candidate calling to reopen the economy, and they're all sitting here going, no way. We're not going to do it. We're going to continue to let people be dependent on the government. We're going to continue to pump money into uh, things. So I think their end goal is to basically usher in socialism Absolutely. without it getting voted on. And this is their way to do it. And so he's kind of it's it's almost like they're sitting here saying he has no leadership ability because he can't even get his governors and his party to go along with the idea that they should reopen the economy. Yeah. And so it's, you know, I, I'm, it'll be interesting to see or, what or if we will do. Yeah. Or if we can't open uh, reopen the economy, Stu, we just just get just get the money out there. I mean, yeah. it's out there. They act like just, we, just he's like to him. on his way over to the bank to pick up the money and bring it to <laughs> business owners and he keeps stopping on the side of the road to tweet um uh, of all we, he's been president for what three almost four years now uh he's been the public eye for 40 uh and of all the accusations against donald trump accusing donald trump of taking too much time with his tweets has to be the dumbest one the man misspells words he capitalizes the wrong things he's constantly just letting it fly there is no part of him tweeting that is getting in the way of this money coming to anybody. It has nothing to do with it. Um, you know, we understand that he does uh, tweet maybe a little bit too much uh, than, you know, maybe more than sometimes it seems uh, productive. But it's got nothing to do with it. He's he's all, you know, they've already pushed trillions of dollars. It's like, how much Money are we just going to throw at this problem? We have to solve it in a long-term way, not in a way where we just print money and throw it at every every person that walks by. Mm-hmm. You know, look, we have to make sure, considering you know, it was the the government that did a lot of this stuff. People who you know had to have their business you know shut down because of it. You know, there has to be some sort of mechanism there to make that okay. But you know, the, the idea that like you know we're just going to go out and just continually throw out money. The Democrats will always come up with another a couple trillion dollars they need for things that are required until you stop. Mm-hmm. And eventually, the Republicans are going to have to stop them, or this will go on forever. Well, mm-hmm. just like in uh, we were talking yesterday about in California. How many millions of dollars uh, Ga- Gavin Newsom is throwing at illegal immigrants mm-hmm. uh, instead of, you know, using it for, uh, I don't know, schools. So they're taking the money away from the schools and giving them to illegal immigrants. So, I mean, that's Eric, like you said, just taking taking assets away from. Well, the Well, that's that's what they do. That's what they do best. And they're going to continue to do it. Yes. Just like you said, until Republicans or people just say, look, this no more, mm-hmm. no more. And this is why I honestly think that they don't want to see success from some of these um, states that are reopening, whether it be Georgia, Florida, us. 
because it proves their ideas to the contrary that you can get this thing back uh, back going uh, without everybody dropping like flies. Um, and they don't want to see that success because it then it makes their position more so illegitimate and they want to keep just printing money and having everybody sort of stay uh, where they're at. And they just give them just give them give them the, the money. But this has been. Uh, an experiment to me um and they've we know what they can get away with now yeah all right we gotta go back in a minute um see that's all right yesterday's poll which vp pick would be the biggest disaster for the biden campaign <laughs> stacy abrams won that one. Oh, 63 percent said stacy abrams they went with my pick uh 21 said elizabeth warren followed by kamala at 13 percent and amy klobuchar at three percent poor amy klobuchar she gets get no respect nope i'll she, say that that's 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 revealing who he should pick though right right I mean, exactly like, the people in but the middle don't won't. have the least distaste for amy klobuchar out of that right. group right right <laughs> He won't. Amy Klobuchar just gets ignored on all accounts, even, I mean, I guess because she's somewhat sane. And you can't be that yeah. in, in the Democrat Party. And that's a, yeah, it's a quite a statement. I don't know if that's actually an accurate statement, but <laughs> uh, it's compared to the other three. Yes, right. she's somewhat sane. Right. All right. Today's poll. What is Joe Biden's biggest strength? His mental acuity, the oh, media yeah. covers for him, Obama's endorsement or corn pop? Why you they just throw corn pop into every question about Joe Biden. And every time they do it, I say it. Yes, corn, <laughs> corn pop. pop. I think corn pop is his biggest strength. His biggest strength. If corn pop was the one actually moving his leg hair on the pool, then, <laughs> then <laughs> we. <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> Morning sickness, nope. probably. Right? Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah, probably. Uh, what do you guys think? The media covering yeah. for him, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Not corn uh, pop. Corn pop. <laughs> Let us know. He's not backing pop. down. Thank it's you. corn pop. <laughs> corn pop. You can go to the Blazes Twitter. Uh, thanks for being here, guys. All right, we'll see you tomorrow. That should be the poll tomorrow. Is it corn pop or leg hair kit?